Hi there. Thank you for listening to the Business of Everyday podcast. My name is Ajwa Benewa. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the podcast created to help you live life fully with purpose and intentionality. Listen, you can excel in all areas of your life. It is possible and you get to choose. Have you ever felt that sense of entitlement towards God because of what you supposedly do for him and because of that think you deserve everything you want, need or even desire and when he supposedly fails to do that, you say, "Oh no God, not after all that we've been through, the sacrifices? Man, I just need a time out just to clear my head and to know how to proceed from here." Just like we do with people we are in relationships with when they kind of fall short of our standards and disappoint us. Well, we might not literally say these words, but that is what giving God ultimatums say. And in all of this, overlooking the grace of God at work in us. Listen to us on today's episode on the Exceptional Women of Faith series as my guest and I talk about living the faith life. Today, we're going to talk about how maturity in the spirit affects how we relate with God. You know, faith is like a seed and what's needed for its growth is found in the time we spend at the feet of Jesus. My guest for today, Astrid Kafui Akote, a woman I've known to be strong, resilient, intelligent, disciplined, kind and above all, God-fearing. Kafui is an investment analyst and a businesswoman who is passionate about making an impact for God's glory, self-development, business, and youth sports. Come on, join us and let's continue the faith talk. Hi guys, I'm excited to come your way again today for another episode of the Exceptional Women of Faith series. My guest for today... <laughs> I'm sure you've heard about her already in some of the episodes, but today you hear her speak. She's the one that gave me, you know, that book on purpose. Um, at the time, I didn't like to read and she made sure I read it. And <laughs> if you still do not have a clue as to who I'm talking about, maybe this will remind you. She was my basketball captain. Yes, that same one I was blocking. And <laughs> I was blocking. <laughs> I was blocking and making oh my God. in your face shots on. Yes. <laughs> or can we have lied? <laughs> hey, oh, my <laughs> oh, bad I'm honored to have you join me today on the podcast, Kafui. I'm excited about what is going to go down already. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. Yeah. So, so I mean, I was telling the truth, or was I not blocking oh. you? Spot on. I mean, <laughs> accept what it was. Then I wouldn't have agreed, but you know, <laughs> that's the truth. So, yes. <laughs> you still play? Oh, I don't play anymore. I mean, hey. life happens. Hey. So it's coming to the way, you know. And uh, at the time, we were still pretty, not that we are not young now, but we were much <laughs> younger and had little little on our hands <laughs> so we could afford to do that right now yeah, there are so many responsibilities that come in the way so oh so, so me that me sometimes i go and play media, media oh, I I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, so can we stop crying? Like, oh yeah, but um, every now and then I try to organize games for junior high school mm. students and teens. Uh, the the dream is still there, you know, mm. to help uh, develop their confidence of kids through sports. Yeah. You know, so when I'm able to make the time, I try as much as possible to organize a few games. I think mm. I've organized four yeah. so far. Yeah, so I've been a part of is it one? Oh, yes, I, yeah, part of one of them. Yeah, so the dream is still there. I still believe in building the confidence of kids, and one of the ways we can do that is sports so they, are, they don't go timid and not being able to, you know, discover themselves. Mm. The dream is still there. We'll still box on. Yeah, <laughs> so this one, there is when I catch you on the court, yeah, I will ask oh, you. you <laughs> well i mean as you said life happens and there are certain things that it's not like we do not want to do them but like we cannot do them in the state or the season that we are in so let me ask you what is the sweetest thing someone has ever told you Hmm, the sweetest thing Ah, that is very tough (laughs) (laughs) Um, i'd say that the sweetest thing was said by my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think there was a time where um, that was when we were still dating. Okay. We usually had a lot of pep talks. You know, we, we had a lot of conversations. We used to mm-hmm. meet up to just, you know, get to know ourselves better mm-hmm. you know, things of that nature. And I remember on one of those occasions, he told me that that was his peace and and one of the best things that ever happened to him, and he knows that with me on his side, there's nothing he couldn't do. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That, that's yeah. nice. That's nice. Yeah. So how did that make you feel? Oh, it was, it was a beautiful thing to hear. Mm. And for a woman, those are one of the things you crave to hear from the person you love. Right. You know, to know that they include you and acknowledge your value mm. in a relationship. Yeah. For women, what we crave for is love. And one of the ways you can show your love to a woman is by a word of affirmation, mm. you know. And to acknowledge that she brings value to the table is very encouraging. It's heartwarming and it inspires you to do more. That's right. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I'm the only woman whose love language is not worth of affirmation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But I mean, one way or the other, sometimes you pass it through and it it works. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, moving on, what would you say is the business of your everyday? Okay. So um, my typical day, I would prefer to reflect on how the day should look like. Mm to have a vision of how I intend the day to end up like and believe God that at the end of the day, I can come back to my bed and know that I have been sufficient onto the day. So by day, I'm an investment analyst. I work with an investment firm. Uh, That's my nine to five job. That's my main hustle. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and then after work, I run a few uh, businesses on the side. Mm. Uh, I'm into um, fabricated structures. Mm. Yes, and 
a professional fishmonger, I'll say, because I fish. That one, that one, I didn't know. He didn't give me some to me. I oh, yeah, know. you know, it's been a while we spoke on that level. Yeah. Yeah, so usually on a, on a typical day, I always strive to do better than the day before. Mm. Uh, I believe strongly in not giving up on oneself. I hold that so dear to my heart. So mm. anytime I step out and I'm speaking to God, I tell him to grant me that grace to do better and to be a blessing, right. either in speech or in my acts or in the way I go about my uh, activities. I try to be as conscious as possible mm. that uh, you'll be someone's walking Bible, you know? Right. That's how my typical day is like. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. Basically, we are talking about faith and, you know, our walk with God and how that looks like as we live it out. It's not just about us. We are living in the midst of other people, believers, unbelievers. And so, yeah, as you said, it's very important that, I mean, even if someone doesn't open their Bible today, if someone hasn't heard a message being preached about Jesus today, they can look at us and say that, oh, I mean, we bringing glory to God is attractive. We'll make someone, you know, draw close and find out who we are living for. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So who would you say is your favorite uh, Bible character? What about them inspires you? And what have you learned from them that you think uh, you can share with us that would be beneficial? Hmm. Favorite Bible character? Huh. Okay. So I'll say Deborah. Deborah in the Bible, okay. the judge. Mm. Deborah, the judge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll just say, okay, yeah. so where Deborah was introduced in the Bible, I think mm. in Judges, Judges chapter four, I think from verse four going on. So it talked about Deborah and the way she was introduced mm. made me realize that this is how God expects a woman to be. Or women are not confined, mm. even if uh, they tend to be important people in society so the bible right. says and deborah a prophetess and continues to say the wife of lapidot mm. and continues to say she was the one who judged israel at the time you know mm. so to see uh, a woman who was a prophetess yeah. and one who um was acknowledged as a wife of lapidot we don't even hear much of lapidot but yeah. the bible you know i i believe that the things written in scripture are not for fun yes uh, there's a purpose for which they were written so for god to have that written in the bible that she was tagged as a prophetess mm. someone who was a servant of god someone who was also a wife and someone who was also working it's encouraging to me and the whole story of what she did for the israelites being mm. a judge you know yeah just to give us some little insights the israelites were being oppressed i think for 20 years and god raised up a woman mm -hmm. and she was a prophetess she called a man called barak and told him what god had told her to tell him you know to go and fight the war and this same barak says that he will not go until deborah goes that means right. he gets some energy you know yes he gets some confidence and courage from her and that resonates a lot when i step out you know that there are a lot of deborahs out there mm -hmm. how are you going to make an impact in the world that you find yourself in you know yeah it's a very inspiring story a lot of people have a lot of beliefs about what women should do in public or do in society and you know 
think that women should be confined to the back, even in this 21st century, yeah. you know. But the Bible makes me understand that God doesn't regard gender per se. He's just mm. looking for a vessel. It That's doesn't matter right. if it's a man or a woman. Mm. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You know, I'm not surprised that Deborah is your, I mean, favorite character. Oh, really? I'm not. Like, seriously, I'm not. It's like I knew you were going to choose Deborah. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, she's a strong character. She's yes. Strong. Yes. Lead exactly why. Yeah. You know, that speaks volumes. Yeah. That's right. And still be a wife and be submissive, you know? That is true. Yeah. That is true. That is true. The last time I was speaking with a friend and then she was like, okay, her favorite character was um, Esther. And I was like, oh, me, my character was Deborah. She was convincing me, sir. So I ended up saying, okay, me too. I support Esther now. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm back to my Deborah now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Deborah is a strong woman. Oh. Yes. Yes. Very, very I mean, you know, representation counts and matters. Oh, yeah, it does. Yes. It does. And so going up, reading stuff like that and, you know, knowing that there has actually been a woman who has been able to do such a thing. Not that mm-hmm. she got up on her own accord. God called her. Exactly. For such a time yes. as that. And she did excellently well. Like God yes. was pleased with what she yes. did, you know. Yes. And so, I mean, this is a great inspiration to us. Because of people like her, we also can, you know. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, Kafui, would you say that um, faith, your faith in God has influenced your life up to this point? Definitely. You know, uh, I believe that God has his ways of communicating with everyone. Right. He doesn't communicate with everybody the same way. Mm-hmm. The underlying factor is that he would definitely get across to you. Right. And whatever it takes to build that faith, he will make it available unto you. Mm. You know, in my walk with God, I mean, it could be different for everybody, but yeah. in my yeah. walk with God, he has shown himself strong in so many areas. I know for a fact man could not have assisted. Right. You know, and that builds faith. Mm. Apart from reading the word, I come to understand that obedience to the word of God and obedience to his voice Mm. has a way of churning out faith you can never imagine. Because when you listen to the voice of God or obey his word concerning a particular issue, the result of your obedience is mind-blowing. You have Mm -hmm. no other choice and he leaves you no room for doubt, Mm. you know. It's been exciting. I remember my walk with God started when I was in high school. Mm. Even before then, I'll, I'll just backtrack a bit. I went to a Presbyterian school. Okay. Uh, that's from primary to junior high. Mm. And trust me, I am eternally grateful to all that they were teaching us when we were in school. Because, you know, as young kid being in assembly and always being taught the word every day, mm. We didn't take, you know, those words seriously. We heard about God, but we always had to go back to the classroom. And uh, it was until I had grown and I understood the scripture that said, teach a child the way he should go and shall never depart from it. So all that we were being taught was in my heart. Mm. I just didn't know when to apply it and when it was necessary. Yes. So when I got to encounter Jesus in high school, all those scriptures that they used to make us recite 
and the words they were sharing were all now springing out from my heart. It was all in my subconscious. I didn't even know, you know. And I'll say my work with God took a different turn when I mm. got into the university. Okay. That's where my, my faith was built on another level. Mm. When I was in my first year, I was not really, you know, for lack of better, I was not committed to any, <laughs> <laughs> any group, any religious group. You know, and I, I felt very empty. Mm. I felt a bit lost, but this was something in my heart. And I remember praying to God about it that I feel I'm being underutilized. I feel like I'm far away from God. Mm. And I heard a clear voice tell me, look for Harvest Chapel. And mm. I laughed about it because I didn't know of any Harvest Chapel on campus. And that same week, I found a, a member of that church and honestly, you can imagine how my faith will mm, <laughs> shot yeah, the roof. Yeah. You know? So faith comes by hearing. That's right. And hearing the word of God. You know, when I got into that group and I continued to hear the word of God, there was this light that was just burning within me. And from then on, I would say that God has been gracious. One other thing I'll share is when I was leaving university, in my four years of school, we used to spend time praying into our future. Mm-hmm. There was a time we uh, spent praying. It was called the prayer investment hour. Mm-hmm. We used to pray into our future, our marriage, every single Friday for one hour. I was like, for four years, that, that's what I was doing. And mm-hmm. I think my last uh, Friday, I was speaking to God. In fact, after that particular Friday, I went to another park that was close to my hostel and I was talking to God that this was my last week in school. And <laughs> he knows I don't know anybody. I'm leaving the four corners of this school and you have to go into the working environment and getting a job and all that. Uh, I was just leaving it into his hands, you know. And I must say, God has been spot on. Mm. He's taking care of me right from when I finish school, getting a job, uh, me getting into a peaceful marriage. I mean, there's no other person you would go to when God is showing himself strong. Even in times yeah. where you face difficulties, you have something to go back to because okay. he's been there before, yeah. you know. Faith is a very significant part of a Christian's life, you know. You can't do without. That's right. You know, you, you listen to a lot of people and it's like, Charlie, they invest in. When you get there, it's either your your work with God becomes solid or you fall apart. Like exactly. it's, yeah, it's either you become so strong in your Christian faith or you become like hardcore uh, other. <laughs> Seriously, because a lot of us is just on campus, like getting involved with you know groups, even if you are involved with, I mean, the main church like smaller groups within the church for accountability's sake. I mean, getting involved in mission stuff and all that. I mean, that time on campus is something that really built a lot of us. And we are grateful yeah. to God for, you know, the many people that came our way that helped us in that journey. Yeah. Yes. So I want us to talk about the gentle woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... I just want us to um, talk about the things that we can learn from her that will help our work with God as women living purposeful lives and also in terms of us receiving answers to prayers and even fulfilling our dreams. 
the kind of mindset we should put on, like our attitude and everything. So I see a woman in distress, you know, placing an SOS call to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this scripture is in Matthew 15, 21 to 28. And because of her daughter, her daughter was demon possessed and yes. she needed, it was an emergency. She needed help. I'm sure she had heard something. People talking about Jesus, you know, yeah. um, the man healing, doing this, doing all the good works. And so she was like, okay, let me also go and I mean, speak to this man. And yeah. then I'm sure I'll also get a solution to my problem. Yeah. She gets there and guess what? She got ignored. Jesus mm-hmm. did not respond to whatever she was saying, but she kept pressing. I'm sure that woman, she had a loud voice. And I mean, someone who is in distress, I'm sure she was shouting and saying, oh, help me, crying and all those things. Mm-hmm. And the disciples, you know, got irritated and were like, would you just send this woman away so we can have our peace of mind? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the only time Jesus came in to speak, this is what he said. It was like, I was only sent to the lost sheep of Israel. Mm-hmm. this is what yeah. jesus said i was only sent to the lordship of israel you know even even though jesus has said this she came and then knelt before him and still kept saying help me lord yeah and then yeah. jesus went a step further like now like was shading <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> was shady, eh? like it's not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs oh, hey! oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Jesus, it is my daughter who is demon possessed though. I'm just coming for help. So why are you insulting me? Yeah. I mean, that kind of thing. But still, Jesus said that it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. And the woman said, yes, it is, Lord. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Then, you know, Jesus said to her, woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed at that moment. At that moment. Yes. So I'm not going to talk, but like, please, over to you. What is this passage telling you and what can we learn from it? You know, this lady, she is just amazing, honestly. You know, there's a statement that says that uh, persistence breaks resistance. Right. This is the kind of woman who was at Jesus's feet. Hmm. I mean, in today's world, if you told anyone this, I mean, the person <laughs> will think you are being rude yeah, or walk rude, out on yeah. you. And yeah. they'll, they'll not just walk out, they'll have a, a word or two, hmm. you know, to tell you. They'll yeah. rather insult you, yeah. you know, yeah. and say, who, who do you think you are? They'll get yeah. help from somewhere else. This was someone who came in humility. That is right. Having that understanding that I am not qualified, hmm. you know and had faith that this man would look my way. Mm. And she was unrelenting. If yeah. you read the scripture, you realize that Jesus ignored her. Yes. He ignored, he wasn't even looking in her direction. <laughs> he ignored her, but she was persistent. Yeah. It's because she had faith. Mm. You know? She had faith. And the Bible makes us understand that faith is the substance of things what? Hopeful. The evidence of things Thanks not seen. Yeah. And this lady was still pushing, just believe. So all she had was faith. Mm. You know, Christianity is based on faith. Yeah. We are not seeing Christ, but we believe that he lives in us. We are not seeing him physically. It is based on faith. And this lady acted out the faith. And even in a time of distress where she needed assistance and Jesus was telling her, 
that hmm. they cannot take the children's bread and throw mm. it to dogs. Yes. I mean, to even call her a dog. <laughs> in this particular scripture, for I mean, telling her that means that she is the dog. Yeah. And she's accepting that, yes, I'm a dog, but mm. I chew breadcrumbs. Yes. You understand? That means yes. she believes that there is, there is an avenue for breakthrough. Mm. You understand? There's an yeah. avenue for breakthrough. She's not giving up. She's yeah. holding on to that belief and faith. Mm. that you can do something about it. There's someone who has casted her burdens onto him. Yeah. Without looking elsewhere, having a second option. She has no other option. Mm. This is relying solely on Christ. She just showed a reflection of who a Christian should be. Yeah. How a Christian should be here. When the Bible says, cast your burdens onto Jesus, he says, come, my yoke is easy and all of that. We sometimes go into prayer and we, we leave our burdens outside the door. We go into prayer. When we come out of prayer, we go and carry the burdens again. Mm. This is someone who had taken the burden to Jesus Christ and left it at his feet. Right. You understand? Yeah. And her faith was so great that Jesus, he didn't even have to tell her to go and bring your daughter. Hmm. To go and bring your daughter, yeah. bring her here. And let me see what the situation is. She just believed that this man can do something about She didn't care how. Mm. She only believed in him. She believed in him. Yeah. And as Christians, sometimes we think we are in between a rock and a hard place. And we tend to look at man, you know. We tend to look at people we think are in positions to assist us. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. And this is a woman who is not even a qualified person yes. in better comments. And how much more we that have been washed by the blood of Jesus mm. and called us into his marvelous light. When the Bible says that even pagans know how to give good things to their yeah. children, how much more us? Yeah. You know, these scriptures are there to encourage us, to uplift our spirits. Yeah. And the life of this woman, it always reminds me of you know, there are times where I might be going through a struggle. And I remember one time I was just pondering over an issue. And the Holy Spirit told me that even human beings, when we trust in them, knowing that they can fail, when they even fail, we go back to them, giving them multiple chances. Yeah. Yeah. Human beings, we give them multiple chances. How much more God, who has written down our days and has provided everything that pertains to life and godliness for yeah. us. That was just the end of it. I was like, can you imagine? What was I thinking? What was I even thinking? We easily lose heart and we think delays, denial. Sometimes when we pray about an issue and you just hear that you should continue praying, you think that God is not paying attention. Sometimes we feel ignored. Mm. You know, we feel ignored and think that God is not speaking. But I believe that God speaks to us in diverse ways. He speaks to us through his word. He speaks to us through friends, through the people we find ourselves associated with. That's why it's important that you find people with the same values. I strongly believe in bad company, corrupting yeah, good character. character yeah. It's very important the kind of association you find yourself in, you know. I believe that when you surround yourself with godly people, people who share the same values with you, when you go wrong or there's some sort of direction that you need, when you are missing it out on scripture, he will mm. definitely find a way to reach you. Yeah. you know, human beings are one of the most treasured gifts God gave to us, you know, having yeah. a fellow human being. 
if he wants to bless you, he bless you through a human being. If he wants to uh, get through to you, apart from the scripture, when we pray for things, you bring that blessing through somebody else, you know? Yeah. So okay. I believe that having faith or believing in God does not necessarily mean that because you have prayed today, you have your answer today. And if you mm-hmm. don't have it today, that means God has not answered you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a scripture in Habakkuk chapter 3 from verse 17. It talks about the fig tree. It says, though the mm-hmm. fig tree does not blossom and there's no fruit on the vine, though the yield of the olive fails and the fields produce no food, though the flock is cut off from the fold and there are no cattle in the stalls, yet I choose to rejoice in the Lord. Mm. You know, we choose to rejoice in the Lord. Having faith does not mean that you are stopping. Some people think that having faith is what cripples the soul because mm. when you have faith and it does not go through, that means when you go in 100%, you know, and it doesn't go as you plan, your spirit is crushed and you can go into a state of depression. Right. So people believe that you rather not believe that something will happen for you. But that is not how a Christian lives. Mm-hmm. We feed on this faith that Christ in us the hope of glory. Glory, yeah. Christ in yeah. us the hope of glory. Yeah. If we do not believe in Christ 100%, who again are you going to believe in? Yeah, If that's right. God blocks or closes a door, I don't think the door that someone else will open for you will be the better option. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's never mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. It is never possible. If you look at the life of David and you see when you read the whole story of the King David and see what he went through with God in the Bible, you know, on the outside, okay, when he went to war, when people were going to war and heard that David was part of the war, I used to wonder, how did they feel? You know, hey, this man, Hmm. this David guy, he's not lost a battle before. Hey, this guy. Meanwhile, in his corner, he has his own struggles. If you yeah. read the book of Psalms, you see the things he was going through. When will you come and intercede for me? It looks like my enemies are, you know, over the... It doesn't mean you will not lament. Yeah. You understand? Mm. It doesn't mean that you will not go through pain in the in the period of waiting. Mm. But it is worth waiting. Having faith and believing that whatever the Lord has said concerning you shall come to pass. David right. said that he was young and now he's never has he seen the Lord forsaken the righteous. There's also a scripture that says that all the prophecies he said concerning the Israelites, all of them came to pass. None right. of them fell to the ground, mm. you know. So I believe that in having faith, uh, looking at this lady currently, right, currently in our lives as Christians, we have to hold on to the word of God. If you lose your focus on the word of God, you easily be distracted, you easily be swayed. Mm. You know, we have to stand on the word of God. For example, if someone read a lot of novels, Mm. when you have conversations with that person, most of their ideologies and the way they speak and their understanding is based on the books they have read. read, If you encounter someone who is into physics, the same way if you encounter Mm. someone who is into entertainment, regardless of the setting you find yourself in, they just have ways and means of bringing what they know or what they are accustomed to into the conversation yes, you know? that's right, that's in the right. same vein when you are wedded when you have the word of god in you all right mm. when things come your way by default settings you fall on the scripture that's right that's right 
the scriptures will spring out of your spirit. You mm-hmm. understand? So yeah. spending time with the word of God is very essential in the growth of a Christian and in the growth of faith in a Christian. That's right. You understand? Faith is not just one item that you just pick up and uh, because you have faith now you can move mountains. <laughs> faith, you have to grow the faith. Yeah. You know, faith is a seed. And you have to nurture it. And the ways of nurturing it is by studying the word of God. That's right. Being in tune with the word of God. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. You know, Kafui, this woman name. <laughs> like, from her story, I see that a woman on a mission cannot be offended by what others say on her journey to fulfill her call. At all. You know, we must choose to not get offended. And exactly. this leads me to a quote I saw by Joyce Meyer. And she said that be quick to forgive and difficult to offend. Mm-hmm. Be quick mm-hmm. to forgive and difficult to offend. You yeah. know, like this woman knew what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And there are many of us that it's like someone coming to take money from you. Now you are going to take your money back. And now the person has the audacity to tell you, are you to only this small money to you? Let me think like, that's exactly. sort, that sort of entitlement. Yeah. We carry that same attitude to God. Oh, and yeah. it's like, because um, I've been serving here, I've been doing this, I've been doing this. So like we have that sense of entitlement. But the point is, it is just by God's grace that even the things that we think that we did by our own strength, it is so, he who gave us the ability both to do and to will. And will. Exactly. See? So like exactly. we are not entitled to anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. that is the, the mindset the woman went with. Oh, yeah. She wasn't entitled to anything. Yeah. I'm just going to seek for help. Yes. And she was humble. Like, she was yeah. going because she needed help. And she yeah. knew her place. She understand yeah. where she was. Yes, yeah. now Jesus has brought us, you know, with his blood. And now we are adopted children. We are now children of God. And so you'd say that, okay, now legally we are supposed to get certain things. Yes. But the point is, like, who are you? If yes. God says no, like, who are you? We then should we get, get angry. Yeah, we get angry. <laughs> we will we'll say, like, okay, I won't worship you again. I won't, I won't do this again. I won't do that exactly. again. You know, but we don't see it as a privilege. God calling, mm-hmm. you know, God could do without us. Mm-hmm. He yes. could do without us, but yes. he wants to work with us. He wants to work yeah. through us. He wants to collaborate with us. In fulfilling his purpose on this earth. If he can speak, you know, through donkeys to do certain things that he wants them to do. If the stones, the rocks, the mountains can respond to him. Then I mean, Mm. God doesn't lack anything. He can cause anything to respond to him as he will. And so why do we always have to come like, I mean, without me, you know, God can't do anything. So if my faith tells me this, so if I'm not getting this, then okay, I'm on leave. And God is so patient. Oh, yes. You know, I I think the more we spend time with God, Mm. the more we realize we don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah. We realize we've not even scratched the surface. Yeah. I dare say that the more time you spend with God, the more humble you become. That is right. That's right. When you've not understood God and you've not spent time in his presence, there are so many things we do in error, you know? Yeah. Having that humility is a sign of growth. Yeah. You get it. So you yeah. realize that some of the things that, for example, what this lady had, this is even a lady who does not consider herself as worthy. Mm. You understand? The more you spend time with God, you always feel like, ah, 
God, it's a privilege to worship you. Yeah. God, I am yeah. honored to be called by you. Yeah. You always be grateful. You have a grateful heart. Yeah. But when you don't have the understanding, you just rely on the sayings of people mm, or yes. certain scriptures that are pronounced. You're a royal priesthood. You only rely on that. Ye are God. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you pick yeah. what, what should suit your situation. situation yeah. You know, you tend to always feel like you are entitled. Mm. You know, I believe that sitting at the feet of God and spending time in the presence of God mm. opens your eyes. That's right. You discover God on a different level. You mm. realize that, oh, I have a lot to learn. Yeah. I have so much to discover. You experience God on different levels as you mm. spend time with him, you know? Yeah. 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 So what we are talking about, I mean, it reminds me of a time um, in my life where I was around certain people. I mean, there's this, there was this guy. I mean, the guy can't pray for the whole world. Hi. <laughs> The guy prays. And, you know, sometimes we pick up certain things from people, like, mm-hmm. just because you know that, oh, this person is with Joshua, this person, like, I mean, studies the word, knows the word. And so when they are doing certain things, if you don't take care, you might start doing those things. But that would have been, like, Check it maybe, it. yes, but that thing might be producing results for the person. But that doesn't mean that that is the right thing to be doing. Oh, like, yeah. I've been around people who would say that me, when I need something and God doesn't do it for me, like I get angry and then I tell him my mind, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell him my mind, like those things. Yes. And then I realized that I was getting into the position where me too, I mean, all the things that I have to do. Okay, I've done this. I'm living that good life. I mean, what you are saying we shouldn't do, I'm trying not to do them. Going to mm-hmm. church, studying the word. I mean, living that chaste life and all that. And this is what I want to do. It's not like this thing is bad. It's something good that I want you to help me to get. And you are not doing it for me. It's like you failed me, sir. So I'm tempted to go the way of those people and tell God my mind. (laughs) In that (laughs) sense, like tell God my mind why he's not done this and why he's not done that. But the more I thought of it, I couldn't just bring myself to the point where, I don't know, like I just couldn't bring myself to the point where I say, okay, telling God my mind in that sense. Like, mm-hmm. as I mature in the things of God, I realize that it has to do with, you know, our work with God, how we see God, how we understand him, how we know him, how we even revere him. Yes. You know, so if you know that he is God and he, he has your best interest at heart, I mean, he's calling us to pour out whatever is on our hearts to him. He's ready to listen. It's not like he doesn't even know. He knows them. But he wants that sort of relationship where we are able to speak to him about everything. Now, this even leads me to, you know, the story of Mary and also the story of Zachariah. When, Mm -hmm. you know, the angel approached him and was like, you have the child. He was like, how is that possible? I'm old. You know, my wife is old. She's barren and all that. And because Mm -hmm. of that, I mean, scripture says that he doubted. And because of that, he was muted. He was muted to, you know, a a time that God unmuted him. But the same scenario, an angel goes to Mary, the mother of Jesus, tells her that you are highly favored and all that. You are going Uh to, you know, bear a son. The Holy Spirit will come Uh upon you and all that. Mary Uh also asked the same question. How is this possible since I'm a virgin? Uh But Mary Uh wasn't muted. (laughs) Yeah. 
you know so yeah. in these two scenarios i'm looking at you know the heart with which we ask certain exactly. things exactly you know yes the heart with which we ask you know. God yeah. wants us to ask, we come to him, things that we do not understand. He wants to teach mm-hmm. us. But are we going with that sense of entitlement? Like, this is it. So you yeah. need to do it for me this way. But if mm-hmm. we go with the heart of, I want to learn, that sort of humility, I, I do not know. And because of that, I want to learn. And God yeah. sees our hearts. He knows our motives. He knows everything that is within us. So if we are going to walk, you know, with God, I mean, the just shall live by faith and we are not yeah. walking by our sight, but then by faith. So if we accept that we are walking with God, then we we know that we need to be able to take him at his word. Mm-hmm. He doesn't yeah. need to say things twice. Yeah, Just Definitely. once is enough for us to really take it. But it goes down to the point where you said that we really need to be able to sit at his feet to be able mm-hmm. to develop that kind of relationship, to get to know him well. Because if we yeah. do not know him, we cannot build faith, like as you said, like the seed. It's mm-hmm. supposed to go. How do we grow it? It comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. If we are not spending time with him, how do we exactly. grow in faith? Exactly. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You know, um, the Bible says, those who wait upon the Lord shall what? They shall it says they'll renew their strength. strength. Yeah. They will soar on wings like eagles. And they will run and not grow weary. They yeah. will walk and not faint. You see, yeah. that's why I was stressing on even you know understanding the word, sitting mm-hmm. by the feet yeah. of God. You know, yeah. it's necessary to have this understanding, else you will always be stressed out. You be mm-hmm. frustrated. Yeah. You know, I don't know. You know, life is hard. <laughs> okay, life yeah. is full of suffering. But mm-hmm. once you accept that fact, right, it is no longer difficult yeah right yeah i i believe that the soul and the mind of man was like was created to develop through Mm. dealing with some of these things yeah so we are made not by what happened to us per se we are made by our response you know yeah to some of these things yeah you get yeah suffering is something we have to go through so we have to learn to suffer correctly yeah, suffer when right. When you are waiting, you have to suffer right. Yeah. Else you suffer agonizingly. Yeah. You understand? Yes. So when God says you should wait, he has his reasons for saying you should wait. Sometimes you want to go ahead of God. It's not necessary. Mm. You understand? It's not necessary. Sometimes it will look like everyone is leaving you behind. There's a scripture I love so much. Psalm 139 uh, from 15. 16 going it talks mm. about where his eyes had not yet seen um from substance right but he yeah. had written our days for an appointed time yeah you understand he has written mm. down everyone's life so as long as you know that you are working in the will of god you know that you are not behind yeah even That's lazarus right. who died three days later the bible makes us understand that when jesus got dead lazarus rose up that means he was mm. right on time it mm. was for a reason yeah. yeah. So we have to learn to wait. And as uh, people growing in faith, we should always understand that there should be anchor scriptures, you know, as Christians that we can hold on to, you know, in our work with God, because yeah. a lot of things will come our way. A whole lot of things will come our way. Mm. We need anchor scriptures when we are growing in Christ. I believe there should be certain scriptures that are at your fingertips. You don't right. always have to go back, uh, you know, drinking milk. You've been a Christian for yeah. 10 years. You are still drinking milk. That's you know, there are only, the only scriptures you know are scriptures that people have quoted. Yeah. 
you know that's not helpful there should be anchor scriptures that are written on our hearts and when we wake up and we are hit by certain things we know certain scriptures will spring up from our hearts and we know that god is still with us Mm. that's right that's so right that's right yes so um we are just about wrapping up and it's been such a great time here do you have (laughs) do you have anything you want to say as we wrap up like anything that's on your mind that you want to share with us well i'll just say we should get wisdom uh, we always say that people do mistake wisdom for oh maybe just knowing you know scripture hmm. or having knowledge about something hmm. people always have difficulty understanding what wisdom, wisdom is and what knowledge is but wisdom is of god yeah wisdom is the principal thing then hmm. i believe that uh, this same wisdom that was with God when he was creating the heavens and the earth. When we get this wisdom, our walk with God will be better than we actually imagined. That's right. Yes. And Jesus yeah. loves us. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Kafi, for taking time to share these uh, wonderful insights with us. Uh, God bless you. It's such an honor to be here. <laughs> I'm really grateful. I don't take it for granted. Yeah. Thank you so much. So we'll bring you back again. Yeah, I'll I'll be grateful. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone you know needs to hear it. Do consider subscribing to this podcast on whatever platform or podcast app you're listening from so you do not miss out on the good stuff happening right here. I will catch you next week. Until then, be great.